Welcome back to Oh My Pod, the podcast that teaches you how to grow and automate your podcast. My name is Justin J. Moore, and I help coaches launch top 1% podcasts that only take them one or two hours a week to manage. And I wanted to ask you, if your podcast is interview only, why? If you're only doing interviews, then you are, are you actually making an, a connection with the audience, like a true connection with the audience, or are they just coming for your guests? Right, because you're the one asking all the questions, but you're not really the one giving any of the answers. So today I want to make you reconsider, or at least hope that you'll reconsider, the endless stream of unplanned interview episodes. And I want to introduce you to the magic of solo episodes. And we're going to talk about why solo episodes are superior in many ways to interviews, in my opinion. And at the end, I will share with you a framework for recording your solo episodes so that you can get out and start doing them yourself. I also want to preface this by just saying that for me, solo episodes are, in a lot of ways, just more enjoyable to record. They're also easier to record. They're simpler to to do. We're going to get into that and a lot more, and I I hope this is going to be valuable for you. So first of all, why solo episodes over interviews? I know that you're seeing people everywhere doing interviews. That's sort of the norm, like, you know, just unplanned, kind of unguided, organic authentic interviews. That's sort of the, that's been the method of podcasting for, for a while now. But I'm going to share with you a few reasons as to why I believe, and a lot of other people in the industry believe that solo episodes are better. First of all, simple thing is like one-on-one connection. So if you're only doing interviews, you're not really talking a lot, right? Because they tell you that to be a good interviewer, you have to allow the guest to speak like 70, 80% of the time. If you speak too much as the host, then you're seen as sort of like, you know, egotistical or talking over the the guest or not allowing them the space to speak. And so the norm, the thing that's kind of been accepted is that the host kind of stays quiet, asks the questions, chimes in a little bit, and the guest does most of the talking. And at the end of the day, like that means that your podcast is mostly other people talking. So you're paying to have it produced, you're paying, you're, you're spending the time putting it together and you're not even really the one speaking. So yes, it's great for networking. It's great to meet people. It's also awesome to like, I mean, having conversations is enjoyable. It's fun. It's easy. But what's missing is, you know, the, if, if, a, if a listener is tuning into your episode, then they're not really there for you, which also means that if you bring on a guest that they don't find interesting. So if one week you bring on a guest that's, you know, maybe not the right guest, then your episode might perform terribly. Because there's no consistency, right? And so you're always struggling to find guests that perfectly align with your show, never just having the freedom to sit down and share your own ideas. And a lot of times it's just because there's a block in people's minds and they think that their show is interview and so it has to be an interview show. You know, it's just like what they do. And they never consider that they can just sit down and share their expertise, which they definitely have expertise, tons of it. So that'd be the first thing is that one-on-one connection is missing. And obviously that, that also plays into like, using your podcast to grow your business or to grow your authority as like a thought leader or a speaker. Because if, if you are not the one sharing your expertise and sharing your ideas, then your audience is not really building that trust and that credibility factor with you because you're just, well, you're just not speaking enough. So anyways, that's number one. The one-on-one connection can be missing. Number two is, again, like really, really simple. You have full control over the content in a solo episode. You can plan it out beforehand. You can preface the interview with exactly what's going to be discussed. And you know, at the end of the day, that it's going to happen because you are the only factor, you and your 
you know, you in the microphone, that's it. And so one of the reasons why so many interview shows are so boring is because, you know, one of the first questions that the person will ask is tell me your life story. And if that person is not already like a well-known person in the field that they're speaking about, so let's say we're talking Bitcoin and you bring on a really famous Bitcoin person, then their life story is probably going to be interesting to the audience. But if you bring on just average Joe Bitcoin guy, then his life story doesn't really matter that much because it's, it doesn't help the listener on their mission of becoming something bigger, if that makes sense. So what ends up happening is that you end up hearing this whole life story about someone and you don't really care that much, to be honest, because your time is valuable and you're listening to a podcast for actionable insights and takeaways and key points and stuff like that. And then you get this 15 minute kind of tangent about some really basic like life story. And so in a solo episode, what we've seen is that retention rates are way higher for solo episodes compared to interviews. And if you think about it logically, it just makes sense. In a solo episode, there's really no fluff. You're just like getting down to business, giving your audience key takeaways. There's, you know, full control over the content. So that'd be number two is that you can plan them out and you can deliver exactly what your audience wants because there's no external factors. The third reason is just recording flexibility. Like today, it's Friday. I decided to sit down, record a few episodes, and there's there's nobody else that I have to wait on. There's no in-between, you know, like scheduling stuff. I can just sit down whenever I want on Friday and hit record, and it's me and the mic, and that's it. So that adds a huge level of simplicity. It just It just frees me up. To, to do what I need to do. Another reason was something that I hinted to earlier, which is they're just simpler to put together. For example, a solo episode is going to be shorter usually than an interview. So it takes less of your time. There's also no, like, I, like what I just mentioned before, there's no scheduling errors or somebody no-showing. And, and, and then when you put the episode out, you don't have to send emails to share it or anything. So it is, it's just all around a simpler process to record a solo episode. And in my opinion, it's, I wouldn't say it's more fun, but it's a different kind of experience because it forces you to improve your speaking and it forces you to improve your, your ability to communicate and communicate your ideas, which also might be, you know, which is also going to be what you do for your career, right? Most of the podcasts that, that we work with are connected to a person's business. And so, sitting down with a microphone and just speaking through these ideas in long form really helps you as a professional in what you do, helps you flesh out these ideas. A lot of us think by speaking. And so as we speak through these ideas, we make breakthroughs and we, we experience personal growth. So a lot of reasons to do solo episodes. And you know, I think, I think people are starting to, to notice that a recent survey done by the podcast host, which is one of our favorite resources for podcast knowledge, thepodcasthost.com. They just did a survey of 1,500 people who are podcasters, new podcasters, or podcasters for a long time. And 43% of these people said that they're going to fly solo. And only about 25% said that they're going to do interviews. The rest wanted to do co-hosting or roundtable type discussions. But what we're seeing is a dramatic shift back to sort of what podcasting was in the early days, which was, you know, which was a, a solo format of audio only. 
And we're seeing people go back to that. And it's one of the reasons I mentioned before is just, like I said, it's the content is a lot of times just better and more targeted. It's easier to put together. You connect one-on-one with the audience and people are, are really starting to feel that. So after all this, you might be thinking like, holy, my interviews are like, I'm never going to do another interview. They must suck. And, and interviews are just not the way to go anymore. And that's just not, that's also not true. The truth is, is that most people don't do interviews the right way. And I hinted to it earlier when I said that, you know, the first question that they might ask is like, tell me about your life story. And of course, you're going to send the guest on a tangent because you, you ask this massively open-ended question with no real direction. So my favorite way to do interviews and something that I've been doing over the last few months is to focus the interview around a central question or problem. And then to think about rather than you just having a conversation with a guest, you are working on that question or the problem with the guest. So you're kind of teaming up or partnering up with them on the problem. And the both, both of you are working together to solve it for the listener. The listener, at the end of the day, like I mentioned before, if the guest isn't famous, the listener doesn't really care who the guest is. They don't want to hear their biography. They don't, they don't really care about what they've done and all these things. They just want to know what the guest is going to do for them, like how the guest is going to help them, you know, fix whatever problem they're, they're struggling with. And so when you bring a guest on to the show, rather than just, you know, talking to someone who you think is cool, you're actually working together to help the listener solve some type of problem. And in this way, your listener is not just like a fly on the wall observing some random conversation, but they're actually, if you think about it in like a storytelling format, the listener becomes the hero of the journey and you and your guests are the guides on that journey. And so, of course, by tapping into that innate, like sort of, you know, hero journey, your listener is going to be more engaged because they feel like they're the ones being the, the center of that story. And so a cool trick that I use is when I reach out to somebody to do an interview now, I no longer say, hey, do you want to come onto my podcast and chat? And like, I think you're cool and think what you do is awesome. Like, let's chat about your life story. I don't do that anymore, ever. And I'll never do it again. What I do instead is I say, hey, I want to answer this question for my listeners. Or I have this problem that I know my listeners are dealing with. And I think that you'd be the perfect person to help solve it because you are an expert in X, Y, and Z. So an example, hey, you know, I'm trying to figure out for my listeners how they can get uh, onto more podcasts as a guest. And I know that you are an expert at this because, you, you know, this is what you do. You get people onto podcasts all the time on a huge podcast. And I think you would just be the perfect person to jump on and talk about this. And not only is this better for your listener, but I have found that every single person who I've invited onto the show through that type of like system, like telling them about the problem that I'm trying to solve, I, I find that they're more excited and more engaged in the idea of doing the interview because first of all, it catches them by surprise. A lot of people don't approach them like that. Definitely like, you know, strokes their ego as well because you're telling them that, you know, you don't know how to solve this problem on your own. You need their help. But mainly, I think the reason is because they come to the episode with a structure already in place. They know that they're not going to be asked some weird back end question where they like weren't prepared and they're kind of blindsided. 
they know that the episode has guardrails and the guardrails are put in place by the central question or problem that you're trying to solve. So all around, what I'm trying to say with this is that making your interviews more focused around a central problem, only dipping into the guest's backstory when it helps solve that problem, unless the guest is famous and their life story is the question or problem itself. Like, you know, they've they've come through incredible circumstances to become an insanely successful person at what they do. Like, let's say I brought somebody onto this podcast who has like 10 million downloads on their podcast. Well, then their life story is the problem, it, the, the solution to the problem, because you're trying to figure out how do I get the downloads or how do I grow the podcast? And they've done it. And so you want to know how they did it. And that becomes the hook. But if somebody comes on and they don't have massive notoriety like that, then their life story just sadly is not going to be enough to actually provide enough value to the listener. And so it's better for everybody if you guys just work on a problem together and you guys will have fun with it because you're two experts in your field kind of, you know, shooting around ideas about this stuff and the conversations are just better. And this is all my opinion, but I've also had a lot of, you know, I've tested this out a lot and and I've seen the same thing over and over again. So now that we've looked at solo episodes and why in a lot of ways, I think that they're superior to interviews, but we've also looked at interviews and how to improve the interviews. Now I want to give you a framework for recording solo episodes. So first of all, I want to preface this by saying, I'm going to give you an overview of the framework, but if you want to see the exact framework and have the worksheet that goes along with it and an in-depth like training video, it's inside our community, our free community. The free community is essentially just an extension of this podcast. Many of the things we talk about are going to be in there, but with physical things that you can write on and work on and all that stuff. There's also, obviously, you can ask questions there. You can talk to me. You can talk to Celine. And it's just a cool place to be if you're a podcaster. But the worksheets for this are in there. But I just want to tell you briefly the framework for doing a solo episode. So every solo episode needs to start the way that I started mine. Okay, so first of all, the podcast name, which I said at the beginning, welcome back to all my pod. Then you need some kind of like tagline, like some type of short sentence that is like an elevator pitch that describes exactly what the show's mission is, right? Like what you're doing with the show. So I said the podcast that teaches you how to grow and automate your podcast. Okay, so name, tagline. Then you need to introduce who you are because you have to imagine every episode, imagine that this is the first one that somebody's listened to. And you don't have to imagine because that's actually going to be the truth a lot of the time. People are not going to go and scroll to your first episode. They're going to start on the most recent one half the time or like, you know, three, three episodes ago or something, whichever one hooks them the most with the title. So introduce yourself. So I said, my name is Justin J. Boer and I help coaches launch, launch top 1% podcasts that only take them one or two hours a week to manage. Okay, so I just did the three things that provide context to the listener and tell them exactly what, what the heck is going on. So name, your, the podcast name, the tagline, and then introducing yourself. So name, tagline, introduce. Those are the three steps at the very beginning. And then obviously you need to hook and you need to hook the listener and not in a manipulative way, but you just need to provide them with proper context of what to expect in the episode ahead. So not hooking by like doing anything deceptive, but just just explain in an interesting and engaging way what's going on in this episode. And so I started by asking a question, which is my favorite way to do it. I said, if your podcast is interview only, why? And immediately you go, okay, my podcast is interview only. Why am I doing that? And so that you're, you're, you're put in right into the episode right away because you know it's for you. And so anyways, name, tagline, introduce, hook. That's how you start every single episode. 
provides context, hooks the listener in, you're ready for the episode. At that point, you just go through the main content, which can be as many points as you want to talk about. Usually, you're going to focus your episode around some type of central question or problem. And so the main content should just be the answers to that question or the solution to that problem. Really simple. Most people get the the beginning wrong. But the main content part is the part that all you guys know what to do. You guys know how to talk about what you're good at. It's like what you do every day. So the main content, and then at the end, you're just going to summarize the whole thing of what you just talked about. And that's it. That's a solo episode. Name, tagline, introduce, hook, then the main content, and then some type of conclusion that just summarizes what was spoken about. So that's, that's the whole thing, right? So now I'm going to summarize everything that we just talked about. So we talked about solo episodes, why I believe that they're superior, the one-on-one connection, full control over the content, recording flexibility, the opportunity to just share what you're passionate about with nobody else in, in the room, and the opportunity to grow personally and professionally through speaking and practicing talking and interviews and how focusing your interview around a central question or problem is going to improve the content for the listener, improve the retention rate, and, and it's going to reduce those rambling kind of fluffy podcast episodes that people don't really care about. And by putting your listener in the position of the hero of the story and putting your, you and your guest as guides, you're going to engage your listener in a way that otherwise, you know, they wouldn't feel if they were just a fly on the wall of a conversation. And then obviously we talked about the solo episode and, and how to give proper context at the beginning with the name, tagline, introducing, and hooking the listener, and then talking about the main content, and then summarizing. And it's very, it's very meta what we're doing here because I just did the exact thing that I'm telling you here. So, but anyways, that's it. Again, if you want the full training for this, it's going to be inside of our free school community, totally free, very easy to get into. The link is going to be in the show notes if you want to get in there. And yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening. Okay, so you made it this far, which means you probably found something or learned something valuable from this. So don't be selfish. Please share it with somebody else so that they can learn something from it too. That's all we ask for all this free content. We're trying to build a community and help as many people as possible do better in podcasting, make better podcasts, get more from their podcasts in less time. That's our goal here. And if you want to support that goal, then just click the link and send it to one person who you know would love you for it.